Welcome to Scare Zone Halloween Horror Nights Podcast. This is Logan. It is August 31st. That means it is just one day from September. And what does September means? We are only two weeks from Universal Studios' 28th edition of Halloween Horror Nights. Again, I'm Logan once again by myself here. Uh, I tried to get together with Chris. I talked to him all the time. But gosh, it was really difficult with work this whole season to get us both in the same room doing a show at the same time. He has taken over on his team at HHN. You have taken over our Twitter account. So if you're tweeting now, you can see it's probably a lot more updated because he's involved doing that. So if you want to stay in touch with Chris, you can follow, obviously, ScareZone at SZ Podcast. You can find me still on the other social media outlets. And now that it's in season, I'll be posting a lot more on social media. So make sure you're following us. SC Podcast as well on Instagram and scarezone.com. We'll be posting more stuff there. Uh, but mainly, make sure you're following Chris and all of his adventures. He just released a new Halloween Horror Nights book that's all about the international offerings of Halloween Horror Nights. That's something we don't talk about very much. But from what I've seen coming out of like Japan and Singapore, uh, I really want to get over there one day and do it. It can't be my reason to travel probably to that area of the world. I can't be like, hey, by the way, I'm leaving. See you guys. Like I can for Horror Nights in Orlando. I can be like, I'm popping down for the night. I'll be back you know, home in Nashville soon. Can't really do that when you go to Japan or to Singapore or uh, any of the other internet. Even California, I find tough. I can't usually work it out. I've never done Horror Nights in California. I just can't. You know, find the time necessarily. If a schedule worked out where I'd work out in LA and I could go, I certainly would, but I just haven't had that opportunity. But that's not why we're here. We're here to talk about Halloween Horror Nights Orlando. And since we last spoke, we did have the final reveal. So the final reveal happened, and those were the houses. The one, we've talked about this a lot, so I don't want to like go over this ad nauseum because it was what was expected. Um, it was what was rumored for most of the season. And guys, I have, a, I have thought on this next year. I may stay out. I mean, I know it's Chris's like business. I may stay out completely of the social media rumor mill. I don't know how. I don't know if I can. But before I was this deeply involved with the Horror Nights online community, which I am very appreciative of, and it's the reason you guys listen. So tell me, I want to know your thoughts about this. Do you like knowing? Do you like knowing? Do you like it spoiled before it's announced? I know there is fun in it. There's fun in being in the know before anyone else is. But I kind of go back to like, I really haven't taken a look at the map much because of that. I want something fresh when I walk in the gates. Something that obviously the whole event is going to be fresh. The houses I have not seen, the scare zones I have not seen, the props. I've seen some just from, from you know, photos online people have posted. But there was something about, you know, maybe a more civilized time, a more simpler time, if you will, um, where you'd walk in unknowing of what you were going to get and your mind would be blown and you knew obviously the houses like once they were announced it was obviously always promoted and I think I would love to know that going ahead of time what houses because if it wasn't for the fact they do the show you know back in the day there was rarely where I'd get through everything in one stay in one visit often I'd only have one day anyway and I'd be like okay here's the houses I want to do and you know here's some that I'm not going to do that's not the case anymore I try I'll do at least every house the first night and every scare zone and every show and every show this year seeming to be one show, not seeming to be as one show. Um, but do you miss it? Do you miss those times? Or is, or is this audience pre me? You know, I think is I've been going to horror nights now since 2001. So I've been going for, you know, 17 years, you know, give or take a couple years that 
uh, I had to miss. But overall, this will probably be my, what, my 15th Horror Nights, maybe my 16th Horror Nights. And I look at it and I do have that sort of thought, and that sort of thought process of, do I miss at all the pure fun in waiting for an announcement and being surprised? Because other than, I'd say, Seeds of Extinction, because I'm looking at the list right now, it was the only one I not really heard people talk about. And they may have. I just was not that clued in. And really, the original house is always Slaughter Cinema, Seeds of Extinction, Dead Exposure, R3, and Carnival Graveyard uh, are for that. You didn't necessarily know the name and the brand because there wasn't one associated with it. It's Scary Tales. But how long have we heard that it's going to be a Wizard of Oz-themed house? And I feel like it's a long time. And to get to that, that is what happened if you aren't kind of up on everything Horror Nights and you just listen to this show, which I know some of you guys do, it is time for a return to Scary Tales. That's right, Deadly Ever After. And I like this. I, I kind of uh, am in the Bart Scott, scamp, uh, yeah, Bart Scott camp of last week, which was I uh, kind of wish it was just focused on Oz. I think there's a lot to play with in the world of The Wizard of Oz. Uh, but it's not necessarily what it's going to be, but it sounds really cool. That is The Wicked Witch of the West, Essentially, has won and has seized control of fairy tale realm and is tormenting treasured t- uh, storybook characters and hideous and cruel alternate storylines. And uh, so, what you got here is what they've nicknamed areas nicknamed areas of revenge, toupee, and splatter during development. And I bet you can figure out what those are. That's right. It looks like you have Humpty Dumpty. It's pretty good. It does look like you'll have an area that is mainly you know the Wicked the Witch, Wicked the the Wicked the Witch. Uh, Wicked Witch of the West, um, and, and that's cool. And uh, it looks like the three uh, three little pigs. The three little pigs look awesome, by the way. This artwork they put out, I think, just looks super cool. And I uh, I dig it. I dig it. Humpty Dumpty is an interesting one. Um, I'm not ashamed to say that maybe in my day, I asked my parents, asked me one Halloween, hey, Logan, what would you like to be for Halloween? And I said, Humpty Dumpty. Now, to most of you, that would have been like, you could have been, this was like the early 90s, late 80s, you could have been a, a Power Ranger, you could have been a Ghostbuster, you could have been a Ninja Turtle, but you picked Humpty Dumpty. And I think my parents had to find like a Tweedledee and Tweedledum costume and alter it to be an Eggman. And looking at this image of uh, Humpty Dumpty, I was pretty darn close. If you added like a beanie, that is, uh, that's me right there as a probably six-year-old boy trick-or-treating trying to look cool, all his other friends. I think my brother was Raphael that year. He was Raphael, and I was Humpty Dumpty. Let that sink in. Uh, Humpty Dumpty, though, weirdly, know that we've said this a lot. Nowhere in that song, Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall, Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the whole king of horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty together again. Never mentioned that the man's an egg. We've just assumed he was an egg for some reason. But... Maybe we, uh, maybe they're going to flip that on us, but the picture is him as an egg, so I doubt it. So I hope we see the eggs being cooked. I hope we see the eggs uh, doing something fun, and I hope it smells like rotten eggs. That, I think, would be... I mean, that's pretty... Um, not necessarily clever, but it's hilarious. So I'm looking forward to this one. The Twisted Stories of Scary Tales. I always like scary tales. Uh, I think it's another uh, point of reference for people. I think this can be pretty scary. I was talking to my wife last night and how I thought the event this year, theming-wise, wasn't necessarily the most terrifying. Uh, this one, I think, is like that, but it could pretty, be pretty brutal and pretty over the top. And that's, uh, like I said, if you've seen Return to Oz, you know the world of The Wizard of Oz. I, mean, I think a lot of us, that our first entry into 
I mean, it's not a horror film, but uh, horror elements were either through Disney films, uh, through through villains like this, or through The Wizard of Oz. The first live action for a lot of us was probably The Wizard of Oz. Uh, and it could be pretty traumatizing, flying monkeys and melting people. And, you know, it's, a, it's an intense... Uh, it's an intense film for a little kid. That's why it, it still holds up so amazingly well. The tech in it is incredible. And obviously, the effects we're talking about, you know, the film Wizard of Oz, which is different than what they're playing off of because it's not, because the movie technically is not in the public domain, but these characters all are. Uh, yeah, so you can be scary. I mean, and then Return to Oz, terrifying. I, I, I won't watch it to this day. Not because I'm scared of it, mainly because I, I feel like it's probably. Uh, horrible, but I um, also just I, after the first time I remember, I can vividly remember watching it as a kid in our downstairs basement. Popped in the VHS and uh, said, "You know, no, no, I'm never going to do this again. Never doing this myself." Uh, the other option in the other house that was announced, again, one that we'd heard about for all too long, uh, so much so that you kind of wonder why they held this for the last announcement. There's, I, I just it. It, look, I know a lot of people liked that house last year. People on this show really liked that house last year. And I'm talking about, obviously, the horrors of uh, Blumhouse. I don't... And it's not that I didn't love the house. I thought the house was fine. Uh, I'm not that familiar with the intellectual properties. The Purge in this one, the first Purge, I haven't seen that one, but I've seen the Purge films. I'm aware, obviously, through Horror Nights, what the Purge is. Happy Death Day, I'm, I am not as familiar with. I'm going to try to catch up on everything, but no guarantees before uh, in the next two weeks. In the next two weeks, guys, that's crazy. Um, but I do look at that and go, uh, you know, people, have, a lot of people have messaged me, but like, how do you feel it's not in the 80s theme? And I'm not really that opposed to that as more as I... Just didn't love this house last year. I don't think I'm the intended audience for this house. Um, I think the intended audience for a lot of this year is people that are coming for Stranger Things. So that may play off of that. You know, I, I think that though you have Halloween 4 and Poltergeist, you have these 80s themes. You still need some relevant brands to connect with the current uh, the current goer. And I think this year you're going to see uh, it return to a little bit where I think Horror Nights is going to be overrun with tweens and teenagers. I really do. I think that Stranger Things is bringing out, I mean, it's it's huge from, obviously, people our age and their 30s, but it's really huge at people who are uh, in high school, and you see it everywhere. I mean, you go to Target, and there's Stranger Things sections. So I really think that that's going to affect uh, sort of the audience that's coming to Horror Nights this year. As it was tending, uh, it seemed to be trending older when you did stuff like uh, your main house is being the Exorcist, or your main house is being uh, The Shining. You're talking about classic films, classic horror. Uh, this one this year, um, though it's missing Bill and Ted, does seem to return to the party vibe uh, that came from Horror Nights of the early 2000s. It, it, this is a very reminiscent of uh, those years when it comes to the brands. Poltergeist, Halloween, Pol uh, Stranger Things, Trick or Treat, another kind of cult classic, but one that will work even if you've never seen the film. Blumhouse, because it's modern, uh, you know, a, a dirty carnival, uh, zombies in Paris, the Wicked Witch, you know, evil plants, and a drive-in movie theater. Um, and then you add Vamp 85 to that list. And I do feel like this is a, even the Harvest, you know, that reminds me of that, or Chucky. Uh, it reminds me of Horror Nights of Old. And there's nothing wrong with that. I love that era, era of Halloween Horror Nights. If you could take the production level and the budget that goes in to Horror Nights that's happened probably since post 23, 24, uh, maybe 25, even 25, 26, 27, um, and return to form a little bit in the way that the 
of it is laid out, then I think you have a, a, a really huge winning recipe. And I think that's what's going to happen this year. I told you, I don't think there's a disappointing... There, I think it's going to be very difficult for them to create a disappointing year unless they do something like that Walking Dead Scare Zone year. But even that, I didn't walk out and be like, that was terrible. I just walked out going, okay, the Scare Zones weren't really for me, but everything else was fun. Uh, you got to remember, there's also a lot of people going to Halloween Horror Nights for the rides and to experience Universal Studios still at night. It's something different, uh, especially when you open up certain areas. Now, this year... Uh, the the ride list is uh, Rip Ride Rocket, Transformers, Revenge of the Mummy, uh, Diagon Alley back open. So you got all of that. And you got Escape from Green Guts. But you also have all the other options there. Men in Black and Fast and Furious. So this year, uh, The Simpsons is gone. So no Simpsons open this year unless absolutely needed. A lot of times they do that if the lines get too crazy, if things get open. Uh, that'll happen. No Jimmy Fallon once again, uh, which I'm kind of surprised by. So no Jimmy Fallon, um, no Simpsons, which is a big area for for people. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not going on the Simpsons every time. I've been on it only probably a dozen times in my life, if that. I wouldn't be going on it anyway, but it's interesting they took it away. Uh, and then the show this year is and obviously brand new Fast and Furious Supercharged. I will be doing this probably uh, during Horror Nights if I'm done in time, because I would though it's gotten mixed reviews. I, I do want to do it. It's a new, brand new ride in the Orlando theme park area. I'm going to do it. If I don't do it then, I may go during the day. Or I may need to go head up Toy Story Land so I could uh, try Sleeky Dog and try that whole thing out. I don't know what I'm going to do in my day because here's the deal. I'm coming open at night, folks. Open at night because our media uh, passes came through for scare zones. I want to thank everybody in the media department, Ali uh, specifically, who always hooks up everyone here on Scare Zone. I'll be there. Bart Scott will be with me. Uh, he's going to be reporting for not only just... Uh, our show, and we'll, we're going to do those record-alongs as, as you're going to hear us walk through again. Uh, but he'll also be writing, I think, for HHNU and doing some other cool stuff. So um, that's going to be great. It's going to be a great time. I didn't know what my first trip was going to be. I didn't know if we were going to get that invite or what it was going to look like this year. Um, you know, I, I love going to Horror Nights with my friends and with a group. And if it was just going to be me, I, you know, it, it's different. It's just a different scenario. So... I'm glad I get to go with with one of my good friends and meet up hopefully with uh, with Scott Garland, meet up with a lot of our buddies in that universe, Tim and everybody. I hopefully get to see them as we all experience Horror Nights uh, 28 for the first time together. Now, we uh, did want to talk briefly about Academy of Villains. It is official, Academy of Villains Cyberpunk Um Okay, so I'll read what it says. With the wicked, wicked dance, aerobics, acrobatics, sorry, I can't even read. Uh, and theatrics, Academy of Villains is back for an all-new performance of Pounding Synth and Neon Lights. Uh, we will be doing a media tour. I assume this will be a stop. I will do it. Uh, I like Academy of Villains. Not as much as some people do, because some people love Academy of Villains. I like Academy of Villains. I think it is fun. I think it's a nice little bonus. Um, it being in the theater that held Bill and Ted for so many years, you know, minus the islands years, um, bittersweet. Uh, it does make you feel like there is was less of a, a reason. Because I mean, for a while, everyone was like, it's construction. They're going to tear it down the theater. Yeah, obviously that didn't happen. Uh, you know, Bill and Ted, it was a commitment to go and wait in line and do everything you would do and it was a party and then you'd get in and there'd be a pre-show and you honestly sweat a lot when you're in that show because how many people are crammed in together 
Uh, but it all paid off because the show itself was such a refreshing break from what Horror Nights was. It's so fun. I'm not going to doubt that this show will be fun. But do I think it will be one and done for me? Yes. I, I mean, unless it just absolutely blows my mind, which is going to be difficult because, again, I don't think I'm the demographic for this. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, it's fine. It's fine. It's all fine. I do find it interesting that the first scare zone you're going to walk upon this year, because um, I saw people posting about it, is going to be the harvest. Not really. You know, I, I guess that's, it's not unexpected. But it really wasn't what I was thinking about. And then obviously that vamp is in a different spot. You know, it was in Hollywood the previous time. Now we're talking about New York. Uh, this is the first time I've looked at the map, guys. So I, I told you I wasn't going to do it, but I did just wanted to make sure that I have my information correct. I want to see if any of those rides listed, if there's anything else listed that maybe I missed. Um, it doesn't appear to be. Uh, but yeah, I'm not going to look at where the houses are. I want to be surprised. I know that's crazy. Y'all think I'm crazy, but... I want to be surprised by it. Um, yeah, I uh, I just don't, I don't know about that. I think that's that's going to be interesting with the harvest being the first thing that you see. And, you know, killer clowns being kind of in a tucked in spot. I don't know. I don't want to dive too far into this because really I'm just looking forward to it. That being said, we're going to have as much as you could say, Logan, you've dropped the ball on the show this year. And I'm going to tell you, I haven't done my best job. Yeah, this is a labor of love. This is for fun. Yes, we have our Patreon supporters who are awesome. But with that, uh, we've had a lot of other things happening. Chris has released, I think, 10 bucks. Uh, I have um, had a television show release, uh, your kids going in and out of school. It's a, it's a lot to, to take in, so I do want to apologize. But that being said, we are going to record tons of content during the event this year. So expect at least one or two long form, you know, you know, essentially ride alongs with us where you're going to hear our honest, quick reaction. And I'm going to try to get those out fast. So I'm going to take my gear with me. I'm going to take my computer with me. I don't know if I'll be able to do it that night because I have an early flight out the next morning, but I will try to get it done. Uh, you know, the event's on Friday. By Monday, I hopefully will have you guys a new show that covers what happened actually at our opening night. And the last thing I want to talk about is the merch selection this year. Uh, as you guys know, I have been a big advocate of creating merch for Horror Nights and wanting merch for Horror Nights that was less uh, bloody, less monster-filled, less uh, more wearable. We'll say that, wearable merch. I think that's why our ScareZone shirts actually sell pretty well. It's because I think there's a lot of people like me and they're like, I just can't wear these things in public. Uh, when, is, when is the opportunity for you know me as a dad to wear a lot of this? This year, it does seem heavy on the Stranger Things, obviously. But the main shirt, you know, you got Michael Myers on it, you know, right behind Eleven with a giant bloody knife. And then a giant Demogorgon. Just, I, I, I'm not going to buy it. It's not that I'm not going to buy it because I don't want it. I'm not going to buy it because I can't wear it. Uh, the, the cool thing, one of the, one of the event things they've put out, I guess it's sort of like a Tumblr, like they've done the Tumblrs in the past. Uh, but this one is like one with the cap and it's, Stainless steel and has a cool picture of Eleven on it. That, I think, is what I'm going to pick up. I think that's my Halloween Horror Nights uh, merch pick. The Stranger Things hoodie is really cool, but it doesn't look like anything you couldn't buy at a you know, Hot Topic. It just said Stranger Things. I'm sure it has the it has the Horror Nights stuff all on the back, um, but no. The only thing that is pretty cool, 
And here's the thing. I'll admit that right now I'm not an annual pass holder of Universal. Uh, and I've thought about it. I've thought about rejoining, actually, uh, this month. Uh, it, that jack-o'-lantern one, it, it's on the verge because it has that 80s vibe. It's not too scary. It's where my my uh, fanboy heart goes, that one I may be able to pull off. So I may be able to sneak uh, an AP shirt from somebody. Uh, and then the mug, is I like that it has the Demogorgon mouth. A mug is, is fun. Um, so yeah, if you look inside the mug, it's a Demogorgon. Uh, the lanyard's decent this year. It's, it's Stranger Things. You know, it, as much as people have been telling me, I've been saying since the very beginning, Stranger Things will be the theme of this year, whether you like it or not. And they're like, no, the 80s is. No, folks, I don't care. Stranger Things sets the tone for everything. And you look at every piece of merchandise, other than the shot glass, uh, it heavily features front and center, as it should. I'm not saying it shouldn't. You know, 11 and the gang. So... It's cool, other than the other than the AP uh, shirt. That's the only one that doesn't. Everything else is uh, crazy. Now I'm sure there'll be more stuff. Uh, last year, I think I ended up with a deck of cards. Like I just don't buy that much merchandise. Uh, I like some of the exclusive stuff. I ended up with the Jack bust. If there's more things like that, that's more. Uh, I'd rather pay a little bit more and have um, more displayable pieces, I guess, if you will. All right, well, folks. Then I'll probably be dropping it in the prop shop and just seeing what you know, seeing what they happen. Hey, you gonna drop that chance uh, down? You drop it down anymore? Cause you know it hasn't moved in two years. You know, folks, if you want one, I don't know if it's still there actually. But every time I uh, see someone post, I feel like every couple of weeks I see a new post of still here that chance uh, statue that's done by uh, one of our previous guests. I'm tempted every time, but what am I gonna do with it? I'm gonna take that home and put that in my man cave. Gotta explain that to people that come over to hang out. I got this evil clown in the corner, evil, you know, you know, Aaron Klein in the corner. Hey, don't worry about that. It's just, I like this Horror Nights thing. Uh, you want to see Stay Puff Sand? I got that. So, that, you know, I, I just don't see, think that's, that's where things go. Well, I am so excited because in just two weeks from today, it is August 31st when I'm recording this, uh, Patreon um, supporters, patrons, you get this today. So for you guys, today I'm recording this. Tomorrow is September 1st, and today, in two weeks, I'll be headed down to Orlando. Let me know what you think I should do, because here's the deal. I get in real early. Now, I have a hotel. I may go crash for a couple hours, because last year, I went straight to uh, Epcot. Or no, what did I do? I went just straight to Animal Kingdom, hit Avatar, then ran over to Epcot, met up with Bart Scott, then went from there to Universal, and we did Horror Nights till 2 a.m. And then I got to fly home early the next morning, because I don't like being away from my kids. People think I'm crazy, but you know what? I'd rather go in and out. So I'll be back in October with the whole family for a family trip. But you know, weekends are uh, are really the big time I get to spend with my family. So I'll be there with them. Uh, but yeah, and then I got uh, I got frozen on ice that weekend, guys. So I got to get back, and that's not a joke. Frozen on ice. It's going to be rad. So tell me what you think I should do. If you're on Patreon, shoot me a comment on the early post uh, that I'll put up here in just a few minutes or uh, send me a, a DM or tweet us at SZ Podcast. I'm not on it anymore. I don't run it, but messages get back to me uh, and, and let me know what you think. And I appreciate all the support and love for uh, everybody here on, on ScareZone, everyone who's listened over the years. You know, this is our third year um, talking about Horror Nights and it's still really fun for me to come on here and be a part of it. I do hope to be able to expand upon the show have more guests. I know this year has been pretty guest light. Um, but honestly, a lot of it's just the way that they're 
doing marketing this year. And, you know, we got a lot of the big guys out of the way here early on. Uh, but, you know, I assume you're going to hear somebody. We will probably post the audio from the media event as well. I'll record as much of that as I can. I know that goes everywhere, but people seem to like that last year. So expect the media event and expect Bart and Scott do Horror Nights Part 2. Uh, and that's going to be a great, a, a great time. Well, until next time, folks, I appreciate all the support. Go to scarezone.com to pick up Chris's books or go on Amazon. Just search for Chris Ripley. You'll see his brand new Horror Nights book, which has an awesome cover by uh, our good friend Rob Yeo. Uh, you can also uh, pick up shirts at scarezone.com. It's probably not too late. If you order today, you can probably get them by close to opening night. No guarantees. Uh, and then beyond that, if you support us on Patreon, it's only going to continue to grow the show. We have some pretty cool goals that if we hit, will be pretty exciting. So until next time, keep your eyes closed and your ears open and in just two short weeks. I will see you at Finnegan's. Hey, and if you see me at Finnegan's, come say hey. <laughs>